This is 4H4U2, a podcast from the Mississippi State University Extension Service promoting 4-H programs and positive youth development. Here now your host, Dr. John Long and Kobe Rutherford. Well, if you're hearing that uh, really hip kind of funky music, that means we are here for another 4H4U2 podcast. I am John Long. And I'm Kobe Rutherford. And we are pretty excited today uh, about the weather outside. It's absolutely phenomenal outside. It, it, when I got up this morning, it felt like it was spring all over again. I know. I don't feel like we had any days like this, even in April, <laughs> when it was raining every day. Yeah, right. Where our, our spring was consumed by water. Yes, very much so, very much so. And you, you'll hear us talking about the weather so much because we know what's coming July, August. We're going to enjoy every little cool snap we have so but you know that's that's part of it and that's where we live and that's uh we have something we have to just deal with i guess but um so kobe uh we have are starting off uh we just finished up congress uh when this is being recorded and uh congress as we talked about uh before is a basically the senior only event now, we've got some other events coming up very shortly uh, that are basically something for the younger kids to do. So what, let's talk about that and exactly what that entails. So the events John's describing here is Project Achievement Days, and we have four that are dispersed around the states, one hosted in each region of the state uh, by uh, the regional offices, so the uh, northeast Regional Extension and Research Center is hosting uh, the first one we have coming up. Uh, we'll have one hosted, of course, by the Northwest r and Center, and then Southeast and Southwest will host them. And, John, really that's when the, the agents get together and they plan these contests for junior 4-Hers. And these 4-Hers are between uh, 8 and um, 13 for the most part. Some younger ones may do an exhibit or two, but uh, for the most part they're between 8 and 13. And they do things like visual presentations, judging contests, miscellaneous contests like the bicycle um, rodeo, the bicycle contest. Just It seems like it's going to be a lot of fun for these kids. It is. I, I always enjoy uh, doing the, the Project Achievement Days, and any time I get to uh, judge a contest or such as visual presentations or uh, being a, a uh, a ju- you know, in a judging contest, kind of overseeing that. I really love the visual presentations because each year, and I, it, it gets kind of funny because I, I, even if I'm not a judge, I may be there to ask a question, and uh, and I sincerely ask a question out of curiosity to be educated, because every every year that I go, uh, a lot of these young people they will do a presentation, and it's like wow. I never knew that, you know, and then I'm sincerely, this is like not for score. This is just, you know, out of just pure, you know, wanting to base knowledge, I guess, of the topic. So really cool stuff that young people are involved in. And you can tell they put a lot of time and effort into into the presentations and, and their preparation for the event. You know, and I think about those uh, visual presentations, a lot of times they kind of pick a topic that they're interested in, mm-hmm. but also at the same time they don't know a whole lot about. So right. they have this chance to do a research project, so to speak, and then present what they found to a a layman audience. And I, I think that's what's uh, 
most cool about that. They, they're they able to almost do what extension agents do, take take knowledge that is uh, out there, that's been published, or, you know, that comes from really good sources, and then transpose that to something that they understand or they could share and teach to their peers. Right, and that's, that's uh, of course, that goes back to probably one of the one of the first questions that it always gets asked, and it's kind of a can, uh, you know, answer was or question is is why did you choose this topic? Mm-hmm. And they can they can surely come up with the fact of how they they really got interested in this speci- uh, specific topic, or going back to even what I was talking about about rank curiosity about why something is the way it is. So it is a a great opportunity for them to to get out there i think one of my favorite <clears throat> as you mentioned some of the uh the younger kids will come and they'll do a a, uh, a visual presentation a poster board presentation and i remember one of my favorite ones being uh how to play the guitar and mm-hmm. this little kid he came up he had a cowboy hat on he was decked out you know and he had his little uh, guitar and I mean that little fella could flat out play. Mm-hmm. I try to play a little bit, but he could play, and that was something that he was interested in. And he was trying to teach others about it. I, in fact, I went up to him and asked him, "I was like, you know, basically tell me about your project." And he was sincere. I mean, very even at a young age, very sincere on trying to teach me how to play a G chord. Huh. Mm-hmm. I remember. Um, in high school giving visual presentations Mm -hmm. and one of my friends one time gave one on how to clean her glasses she'd forgotten to prepare and she didn't have anything written down or anything done it just totally slipped her mind yeah and this girl got up in front of our class and just came up with it that topic out of the blue and said i'm going to demonstrate today how i clean my glasses and Dr. Long, I'm telling you, this girl gave the best speech, and like our teacher gave her a hundred because really? she just completely winged it and demonstrated the proper way and how like she took everything apart. And I'm, I mean, I'm sure she knew what she was doing, right? But uh, I think back from a 4-H level, one of the our, our guiding principles, uh, we talk about the big M quite a bit, yeah. and, and the M stands for mastery. Mm-hmm. And we talk about if you're able to get up and give a presentation on a topic of your choice and teach others about it, well, you've really started to master that topic, in right. my opinion. So right. visual presentations really help us uh, drive that point home. Well, yeah, and I, I totally agree. That um, visual presentations, I think they serve uh, going back as, as far as a transfer of knowledge, but it also allows that individual uh, the opportunity to get up in front of a, a, a crowd and actually be able to speak you know we talk about public speaking well visual presentations give you the opportunity to actually get up and speak on a topic that you know about and i know that sounds kind of pat but that's the truth and a lot of times for me i didn't have that exposure so it's one of the some of the first times that i actually spoke in public were actually in front of extremely large crowds of people at older ages so Mm -hmm. you can imagine the amount of life skills that these young people are being taught simply by being exposed to speaking in front of people. You know, whether you remember the presentation or not, or whether you even remember what you spoke on, you took that step to get up and and, um, be, and get up and being able to present. 
and being able to to talk to people is one of the key things that you're going to really need as far as a life skill later in life is it, hey it's one of the biggest problems that you know Ameri- uh, people face is communication you know right that's that's exactly right and i think that the project human days are such a good platform for these right. kids their their first time to give a visual presentation or a public speech or whatever Right. Uh, event they choose to do because it's a, a friendly audience. It's somebody that is there listening that's going to help them get better. And right. I think the children know that going into it. Right. So it's a perfect platform. So when we talk about uh, Project Achievement Day, how does a young person get involved in going to uh, Project Achievement Day? Well, I think the primary way that most children get involved is by reaching out to their 4-H agent mm-hmm. or their county agent. Uh, that's located every county in Mississippi has a, an extension office right. and they have someone there that can be a resource to them. So if you're interested in participating in Project Achievement Day, it would just be as easy as calling your local extension office mm. or even reaching out to us at the state office and we could point you in the right direction. Absolutely, absolutely. Just go to the website and you know you can find a wealth of information either in your county or um, you know, in regards to you know who your agent or agent or agents are, uh, and you can they can more than we'll be more than happy to help you. Even like you said, we are as well. So we talked about visual presentations. We talked about uh, very briefly about judging contests. So let's talk about what exactly, or just give a few topics in which the which young people actually you know, present on or, or what their what contest they're in? So for the judging contest, there are several different um, components. You can um, participate in dairy judging. I think we talked about that, or not dairy judging, dairy products judging. Yeah, yeah dairy, we Dairy do. judging. We, we don't have live animals yeah. at this contest. Right. But, but we may have metallic tasting ice cream. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. So dairy See products judging episode. would be uh, uh, definitely a, a fun one to do. Mm-hmm. Consumer judging is actually one of the most popular ones. And I guess being new to this whole Project Achievement Day and um, 4-H Congress deal, I don't know a whole lot about that contest. Right. But apparently it attracts a whole lot of d- different types of children with a lot of different interests. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way I understand it, correct me if I'm wrong here, Basically, they have to make choices that everyday consumers make, whether it's the grocery store or looking at uh, apparels or or just uh, anything like that that a consumer would buy. So it may be Mm -hmm. washing powders or, you know, I don't don't know what all it could be. Mm -hmm. But basically, the kids have to make uh, a decision on which product is the best for their buck and then give a set of reasons and defend that product. So I think that's uh, pretty cool. That is cool. And then we have, the, the, of course, the wildlife habitat judging, mm-hmm. and you probably know more about that than I do. <laughs> I haven't. I, haven't I need seen, to learn more. I haven't seen that contest. It's uh, pretty cool. In real yeah, life, but I know right. it's a lot of interest. Yeah. And uh, when they get to a uh, senior level and come to Congress and participate in that, there's mm-hmm. a national trip that goes yes, with it. Yes, there is. And sure. So that's always popular. Uh, and then poultry judging. It, yeah. Uh, I know. I talked to Jessica Wells. Who, we need to get her on here. Oh, that is. Yeah, she would be great. She would be yeah. really good. Yeah, she'd be good. Um, she's actually taking some birds up to Verona this week. Is she really? For judging. That's awesome. One of my favorite things that, on poultry judging is the egg candling. The egg candling. Oh, I love that. 
I don't know what it is. Just that eerie light, I guess. That, and then there's this egg sitting on top of it. I know it sounds weird, but I don't know that much about candling, but it looks very interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know a whole lot about it either. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I like to eat eggs and chicken. But well, yeah. I mean, I, outside of on. that, you know, I know a few breeds of chickens, but I, I had some chickens at one time. But You did? I did, yeah. I don't really. Up. I want chickens. You know, they're... They're they're okay. I like them just to look at. I don't really want to go out and gather their eggs or or do any of that. You know, thanks to Mississippi and thousands of poultry farmers oh, doing yeah, that for right. us. That's right. That's right. I'm content going to the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just think I I don't know. I I guess I don't know. That seems like a throwback to what we used to. You know, what we used to have. I guess before modern conveniences. But yeah, it's a lot easier. I think you probably you know be better off to. Well, no, I don't. Do your own thing, I guess. If you want to do it, do it. But, uh, yeah. That's my plan is to have chickens and a, a beehive, a couple of bee boxes one day. I think beehives would be a, a pretty neat venture to go mm-hmm. into. And I'm, not, I'm not saying I won't have chickens, but, you know, I'm not going to, I'm going to have the chickens to look at. <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to say. I think you're going to say you'll have chickens, but you may not yeah. have them for production. Yeah, we, we may not go out there and, you know, yeah. get their eggs. Or you know, Speaking on uh, on honeybees and things like that, there is, a, and I get involved in this, is the entomology uh, portion uh, that we have at Project Achievement Day. And I tell you what, we last year I really had an awesome experience because I saw this, uh, this young uh, man uh, from the Southwest District. He always been super interested in entomology ever since he was young and i've seen him come up through 4-h and he's getting up this may be his last project achievement day before he um, moves into senior or he may have already moved into senior i can't remember but anyway uh he has just been eating up with entomology and he came up to me last year uh, he and his mother and he said, she told me, she said, oh, she's got, he's got to tell you about the book he wrote. And sure enough, he had written a book on beneficial insects in the garden. Wow. Yeah. And he was working on another book called, uh, talking about uh, fire ants in Mississippi. So this is a young. Lesson 13. Yeah, oh, yeah. And wow. I mean, pictures, the whole nine yards. It was really awesome. So, you know, it's just stuff like that kind of says yeah there's there's some positive very positive things that happen at project achievement day for sure you know i i think is just going through all this stuff and looking at all the different opportunities that entomology stuff actually intrigues me more than anything because i don't know that a lot of states have an entomology program in their mm. 4-h I may development not. i don't know i don't know I, I'm, I'm not sure i know i don't re- recall seeing that uh, when I grew up in the Alabama system, there may have mm-hmm. been one, but I just may not have been aware of it. Every state needs one. <laughs> you know, I, I was visited with Dr. Guyton, um, our entomology specialist, uh, a few weeks ago. And, you know, it, I've always known that insects outnumber humans, right. outnumber right all li- other life forms together. Right. But uh, there's a lot of careers oh, available yeah. oh, in yeah. entomology. Very much so. Very much so, and that's a perfect. Like I said, for, uh, speaking to that uh, that young man, see, this is a perfect gateway in order to get. If you're interested in something, you just never can tell it could turn into a career path that you know starts them on a journey for the rest of their life. So, 
it, yeah. there's a lot of opportunities to try different things, and I think that's one of the things that, that Project Achievement Day does. It provides that opportunity that you can select a topic and go with it and really dig in and get information in and that, that's a lot of fun to me plus we have a lot we have some fun stuff that goes on as well as far as just entertainment activities what what right. about that we have it's kind of like congress i we had share the fun so i think we're gonna have something like that we there got too. share the fun again mm-hmm. the the big talent show the modeling squad um they've got some pretty cool workshops coming mm-hmm. up at the project human day this week mm-hmm. uh, in verona uh, what do they have? One that I'm very interested in is a, a dog training workshop. And basically this uh, this renowned dog handler is coming up and uh, bringing his dog and going to teach the 4-H'ers how they can train their dog to do certain things like heal and you know how to positively, positively reinforce different behaviors and how to uh, get the dog to do what you want it to do. Um, I think that's going to be really neat to I'm see. I'm going to go see that one. I I went through a dog obedience class with my dog a few weeks ago, and it was actually more of a learning experience for me than it was my dog because the dog knows what she wants to do, and I just have to teach her how to do to do what I want her to. And um, you know, my way of communicating with her is. Uh, was different from, than what the instructor. Well, I think my dog's be. got me trained. I think that's it goes the other way. Mine, I'll be asleep in the chair, and it'll come up and he'll come up and bump me in the in the cheek to let me know. I said, "Oh, okay, I gotta go outside." So, hmm. yeah, that, that's gonna be good to see. I, I think that uh, man, I, I'm gonna be really interested in that. But there's, there's always something. And there's a lot of careers in the pet industry too. So, oh yeah, big um, time. There's actually a. Uh, visual presentations on pet care. Well, that's and what I think. Say, yeah, and yeah. Uh, there's quite a few children that signed up for that. Awesome, awesome. Uh, well, I, I, we look forward to that. Now you're saying we've got the, and like I'm talking like I don't know because we're going to be there. Uh, but Northeast is tomorrow, and that that be 14th. July. I mean June. I'm already in July. But as you said, it's things are flying by, aren't they? Right. June 14th is going to be the Northeast Project Achievement Day. And then what's the dates of the other ones? Oh, he's had a lot. Uh, July the 8th. It starts on a Tuesday. Yes, that's correct. And then uh, they go 8th, 9th, and 10th. Yeah, and we'll be on the road. I love that. That is a fun road trip to be on. So we're going to go to Southeast, uh, Southwest, and then Northwest in that order. So. Laurel Raymond and Moorhead. Yes, yes, I'm yes. I'm excited to go to Moorhead. Oh yeah, I've never been there. Oh, it's a cool, it's a cool campus. I love it. I love it. And uh, and they have a lot of cool activities uh, on the uh, they like in the they have it in the center of the uh, campus. Like I know for the past two years they've done like archery and stuff like that. Hmm. So it's, yes, you know, kind of like a hey, if you're not in a contest, come you know, come have fun with us over here. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. It's, they're bigger than I thought they'd be. So there's 441 people that'll be at the one this tomorrow? week. Tomorrow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's wow. huge. That's how I many they're preparing lunch for. So Good night. Yeah. That's a lot. That is a That's lot. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, we're all looking forward to it. And we neglected to say that we have a special silent guest with us. Evelyn Phillips is here. She's. I did say that right, didn't I? Yes, yes okay. She said I did. Okay. So uh, she is going to be helping us this summer, and uh, and she's nodding in approval off off camera. 
I mean, off mic. And uh, so we appreciate her. And we hope we didn't uh, bore you too much to death. But this is 4H4U2, and uh, we're going to keep talking about youth development. And uh, it's what we do, and that's who we are. So that's what we're going to be doing <laughs> from here on out. So That's right. So anything else coming up, Kobe, that you want to mention? We'll save that for the next podcast. Oh, I cannot wait. Uh-huh. We've got some really good things, I think, lined up for the next podcast that, or for the next few podcasts you're going to really find interesting. So we're going to uh, leave you with that cliffhanger. And uh, y'all come and uh, join us again. Please subscribe to 4H4U2. And uh, you can go on the iTunes uh, app now and, and subscribe to us. That's where we're going to be um, I guess broadcasting from, for lack of a better term, because I'm still learning here. But anyway, um, go and subscribe to 4H4U2. And if you have any um, questions on uh, 4H in your area or in the state, where do they need to go? What website is that, Kobe? It's extension.msstate.edu. Awesome. Well, thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for 4H4U2. For more information, please visit extension.msstate.edu and be sure to subscribe to our podcast. 4H4U2 is produced by the Mississippi State University Extension Service, Office of Agricultural Communications.